I can't do this anymore. All right, we'll find someone new. We don't really I need you. I can't spend the rest of my life coming into this stinking apartment every 10 minutes to pour over the excruciating minutiae of every single daily event. Oh, I get it. I don't. What's it from? Seinfeld! Yay! Mm. <laughs> I wanted to scare you and all of our uh, listeners. <laughs> I remember because that, I mean, who says minutia besides Elaine Bennis? <laughs> who is guest starring in this uh, episode? Yay! And when you look at the way it's spelled. Minutia? Yes. Yeah. I've like, never looked at the way that's spelled. It's crazy. Like how, a spelling bee. As crazy as khakis or... Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, worse, I would say. Spell minutia. I'll tell you if you're right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please, spell minutia. No way. Come on. How I can't, I can't spell people. scissors, let alone minutia. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably spell scissors. Try to spell I, scissors. If he can spell scissors correctly, he doesn't have to spell minutia. Okay. S-C-O-R... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> There's a Q in there. Yes. You're not it's, serious. It's, it's, <laughs> Was that a joke? Probably not. <laughs> All right. I can't spell necessary. I, okay, but you can't start. Listen. The first vowel in scissors can't be an O. That's just what scooters. That's the Russian spelling. S-C-I-S-O-R-S. That was like Mississippi. S I S C I S C I S S I S C I S. Okay, spell minutia for us since he didn't pass. Oh, no one's gonna try it. You try it, Josh. It's really weird. I'm not gonna be able to do it. It starts with M I N U. Uh huh. T E A. Minuti. So close. M I N U T I A. Oh, I was really close. That was super close. I'm impressed. Now spell khakis. K-H-A-K-I-S? I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I can't spell it scissors. Looks like an, it, looks like an, it looks like an African country. Welcome to Don't Drink the Tea and Agatha Christie podcast where we analyze Agatha Christie's books one by one. I'm Josh. I'm Charlotte and I'm, sometimes we have a spelling bee. I'm Zach and sometimes I don't win the spelling bee. <laughs> Most times, yeah. Every time. Necessary. And uh, today we have a really fun episode. We are... Uh, reading The Secret of Chimneys, and I have a surprise portion for both of my guests. Guests! My guests. <gasps> my regulars. We're guests? I don't think we're that special. How are we guests? We're on every episode. I know, I said that was an accident. You're the regulars. Don't take oh, it so personally. It was a slip-up. You know what, man? I don't feel appreciated anymore. I hate it when you guys fight. You know what? So- Let's just split this into two podcasts. <laughs> what two? Like, your part and my part. Oh. They'll just be silent. Wait, then I have to choose? No, you can be part of both. Oh, well, okay. Well, joint custody. Then I'm fine with that. Okay. So this are you, is the... Are you going to fight over, like, who gets weekends and who gets holidays? No. Okay, good. This is the, um... This is the seventh release by Christy. I won't say seventh book, because it's not. But she, this is the seventh <laughs> thing she published. Oh. Secret of Chimneys. And this was the last book... Under her contract with the one publisher, I mm-hmm. believe. You probably already know that. that. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting that so early in her career she jumped around. You have like Mysterious Affair Styles, which was like the English mystery in the mansion, Murder on the Links, which was over here in France, a spy book, mm-hmm. a short story collection, and then this one, which is something completely new again. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's described as one of the spy thrillers, but it's not like that at all. Yeah, I think. When most people, I know I always felt this way, 
like when you describe Agatha Christie, I think a lot of people think of quintessential English and the big house and the the uh, the personal problems of like just one family, mm -hmm. which did happen a lot. Uh, but I was surprised that it took a while for the, that storyline for her to use it over and over again. Yeah. Because this the storyline of like international intrigue and searching for an object of value that. This is like what the third time she's done that secret right. adversary brown suit and now this yeah exactly yeah I was really surprised three out of the first seven uh huh yeah she was she toyed with that more in in the earlier so but had you read this one before this this was such a treat no I've never read it neither have I oh so cool I've never seen the the Marple version which they say is a mess oh yeah it's completely different from right the book. um but no this was such a treasure I was so mm. excited I was like I've never read this I thought you had read them all no. That well, that's the fun fact about it. Which was my my story, Go was for it. that like I thought I had read every Christie book, and the ones I hadn't read had at least seen the movie too, and mm -hmm. had the ending spoiled. So that was kind of a sad thing for me. But there's I always remember there's a character in the show Lost who loved Charles Dickens, and he saved his last book, and he wanted to read it before he died because he loved Charles Dickens so much. And so that was kind of what I was doing with this. I was like, I have to put it off. I have to put it off until I die. I'm 21 and I finally decided to read it. But I oh, put it Zach, off. Oh, Zach, now you can kill him. Yep. Because <laughs> I've read it now. Take <laughs> me out. Take me out. <clears throat> but I'm warming up my joints. I, I put it off for <laughs> click, a really, click, really click, long click. time. Because it was the wow. only book that I had left that I didn't know the twist to. That's awesome. There See, are... it, would, it would make sense that you did it on purpose, and I was just like, what's this? I've never <laughs> yeah. seen this before. I was, I was saving it. There are a few books I haven't read, but I've seen the movie. This was the last Christy twist I didn't know yet. So that's the why I was, like, I was like, so excited. Yes. And I feel like I had it better than that guy who was saving a Charles Dickens book that I had oh, yeah. to enjoy. There. Like, <laughs> you probably were disappointed, bud. Be like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and put you out of your misery, because if that's all you got to live for, buddy. Savage. <laughs> I, I like some of Charles Dickens very much, but like not I've that only much. read Tale of Two Cities so far in my life. Which I have is good. I have the Pickwick papers, but it's so big that I haven't I haven't tackled it yet. I think some but of you read Anna Karenina. Yeah, but when you tackle a big book, you want like ten small books as a break. I cannot spell what? Anna Karenina. And I can't Karenina. spell scissors. <laughs> it's like the way Zach spelled scissors, but with eyes and ends and stuff like that. It's like Renana <laughs> There's a lot of nuh. And a I'm Russian. I'm a No, don't. We're not gonna start rapping. Hi, welcome to Don't Rap, please. Ever. We beg you. The white boy. Okay, so Secret of Chimneys. Uh, what are your what are your first impressions of it reading after reading this whole Oh me? Oh let's talk about what it's about first. Because it's it's a lot. There's a lot going on in this book. Yes, there is. It starts out with a basic premise, but then gets crazy, which and is kind of fun. I like that. It doesn't, it, it's kind of like, doesn't even focus on the premise that it delivers you first. Mm -hmm. It like, it jumps around a lot. And it takes the spy aspects of like brown suit and um, secret adversary and kind of merges it with the big English house. That's the, true. The manner yeah. it like puts it into. Yeah, it does. Uh, I liked, what was it, Virginia Revel? I liked her character. Mm -hmm. And the character I liked especially, we're still not saying what it's about. Uh, the character I liked especially was the guy that owned the house who was yes. tired of her. Oh, he was you, so great. I loved him, yeah. Okay, but let's talk to, let's, well, I'll read the back of it to you. It's kind of hard to sum this book up. 
Little did Anthony Kate suspect that an errand for a friend would place him at the center of a deadly conspiracy. Dun, dun, dun. Drawn into a web of intrigue, he begins to realize that the simple favor has placed him in serious danger. So that, am I remembering that Anthony Cade is not, he has to impersonate somebody else to deliver these His papers. Okay, yeah, it begins with Anthony Cade and like Jimmy McGrath or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're in Africa together and they're old friends and they haven't seen each other for a long time. And Jimmy asks Anthony if he will do him a favor, and that is to take uh, a package of papers back to England. And so Anthony does that, but because the the uh, travel plans had already been made in Jimmy's name, he just leaves it. Mm-hmm. And so he pretends to be his friend for a while, but that actually is kind of important, but kind of not. Yeah. Yeah. And they have to awesome. be they have to be delivered uh, to, and they get stolen. Mm-hmm. But all of like the drama. There's also like a blackmailer that dies. All of these characters who have their own little plot lines all come together at Chimneys, which is like this this big place that politicians will meet up and have weekends away, like yeah. from different parts of the yeah. world. It's like an unofficial place for yeah for ambassadors up, and yeah yeah way up in the echelons. And the guy and the the cool part about it is the guy that owns Chimneys is is fed up with this so much and he hates all of it and he hates everything. He, he is, is an the best awesome character. character. I loved every part that he was in it. It was so good. <laughs> um, yeah, Virginia Ravel was was interesting and and actually the main character was was pretty good. Yeah, I think his his mannerisms by the end got a little bit old because well I don't. I don't know if that's probably giving away a little bit too much, but anyway, near the end he like talks a lot, and mm. it's kind of like, oh, I'll get on with it. But okay, other well, than that, how did you feel about it? What I liked about its tone was uh, the it was like Secret Adversary, like all of the dialogue was really witty. Mm-hmm. Nothing was really taken seriously. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like a parody of thrillers of that time like everything is so over the top silly they're always making fun of everything yeah and i really enjoyed the sarcasm in it oh yeah it made it really even though it's it's pretty big it's bigger than like the last few i think it's thick but it went by really quickly for me the oh yeah there was a lot of dialogue and the um the actually the print on that copy was pretty big too. Oh, that's, I think that's one of the reasons. So big, yeah. It wasn't like a oh big print for blind people or for yeah. easy easy reading, excuse me, but um, that was insensitive. <laughs> it's in braille. Please cut that out. <laughs> Please cut that out. I beg you. Um, nope. People need to know the real you. No, it's like it was they have slip. this disclaimer before old racist like Looney Tunes cartoons. They're like, if we cut this out, it ignores the fact that this ever happened and we can't do that. So people need to know how you are. Speaking of, in, in multiple places, because I thought this when I read it, that they have a lot of kind of racist, not slurs, but just oh, racist yeah, about... uh, conversation and racist labeling mm-hmm. in this book. And actually... Really soon after it was published, one of the reviews said the same thing. It's like, this book is a little racist. The, yeah, of all of her books, because people will complain about that a lot, because she was like a, you know, a upper class English woman. Yeah, and I wondered, is that the way she feels, or was she presenting the way that everyone around her it's always felt? Because she included so many different nationalities and different races in her books and represented purpose. them and well they were it wasn't books, like yeah. oh okay oh they're always the villain because that's what everyone right. always thought and usually that they was weren't. that was very wrong that was always the butler right. exactly 
<laughs> Every time. Butler's just having... He's been so quiet, I forgot you were here until you said that. Aww. We're focusing on a donut over there. <laughs> I have been. I'm like, man, this is one good powdered donut. <laughs> so how did you feel about it since you had been reading it for the first time? I enjoyed it immensely. Not on a... Like, not as a, a serious piece of literature, but... Yeah. I completely agree with what you said about it being um, kind of like a parody or a satire because some of the names in there, you could tell she was playing oh, yeah. around. Like she uh, called it the Blitz Hotel instead of the Ritz. Yeah. What was the country she makes up? And Do you remember? Every time I say it wrong, hold she on. She made up a country and I read she makes she makes up references to it. She makes references to it in later pieces of yes, literature. Yes, true. She made her own country and she sticks with it. Herzoslovakia. Herzoslovakia. <laughs> I can't yeah. even say it. Yeah. I just want to point out the, the like the emotional roller coaster I went on with Charlotte's statement about the book, where she said, "I enjoyed it immensely, <laughs> but not as a serious piece of literature." And I was like, "She didn't really. Like, she liked it. It was okay. I don't. <laughs> how does she feel? It keeps you guessing. I feel like <laughs> I don't know. This is a bad metaphor or analogy." No. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, after you walk out of a superhero movie, it's rarely that you'll say that that was a, like a, a fine piece of cinema. That was a, an excellent <laughs> right. a f- film. But it was fun. Mm-hmm. You were entertained and you would watch it again. And like, this isn't like a really well-crafted murder mystery or piece of literature, but it is fun. It is fun. That I would be like, yeah, I'd read that again because it's really enjoyable. And yes, I agree. Like, even one of the characters, like, in the middle of the book who has one scene and you never hear from him again, is a local policeman whose name is Badgeworthy. Is this, like, the most hysterical thing she, yeah. she could have done? And he never, you never see him again. But it was, like, There were a lot of detectives in this. Was he, though? Was he Badgeworthy? Exactly. See, that's the conversation she wanted to spark, I think. She's like, <laughs> one day they're going to be recording themselves. On a small iPhone type d- device. An iPhone type device. Wow, Christy. <laughs> she was really futuristic. She was. Uh, she was a time traveler. Forward thinking. Oh, I see. I will open it right on there. That's probably why you marked it, Inspector Badgeworthy. I did because it made me laugh. I'm um, trying to think of other things I liked about it. Um, there was one thing that I really liked. I think it was. This is March too. Um, chapter. No, not that one. The red one. Oh gosh. <laughs> Calm yourself. We're sharing a book, and it always gets complicated. It it's always does. We Go fight. To this mark. Buy your own book. We so. should. <laughs> I was gonna say we should both have them, but okay. A midnight adventure. That I think is so well written. Again, not in a, in an epic. The whole chapter, mm-hmm. not in an epic. Very oh, this was in the, like, like the room in the dark, soulful way. Yeah. But it was fun, and I felt like all of the reactions that everyone had were so legitimate because, mm-hmm. like, something serious. And potentially dangerous happens in it, but then it just ends, and they're all like, "Oh, well, I, I think we should probably just go to bed." Yeah. And then they all just leave, and then like wake up the next morning and be like, "Well, that was strange. Let's talk about." It. And that was such a well-written mm-hmm. chapter. Just that that chapter yeah. itself was like self-contained, perfect example of writing good dialogue. I feel like it's after listening to this podcast, you'll feel like. You still don't have any idea what this book is about, but it is so hard to tell you what this book is about because there's so much going on. They're like looking for these papers. They're trying to solve this murder that seems separate. Um, there is a. They're looking for a diamond. Yeah, there's this scene. There's this really cool scene where two of the main characters, the good characters that you're rooting for, have to dispose of a body, 
And it's, I, like, it's so hard yeah. to describe what this book is about because all gun. of these things are going on, but they are they are laced together really, really well. They are. And That's so true. it it's hard to to say what this book is about without just telling you what the tone is. And that's how it's like really fun, right. really like tongue in cheek. I yes. think if I'm using that correctly. I think so. <laughs> tongue in cheek. I've never understood that expression. I haven't either, but I like using it every now and then just in case. Yeah. I'm gonna do a little Google and find out what tongue in cheek is. Zach, do a little Googling for us. Tongue. Oh. <laughs> Tongue in cheek. So I enjoyed this so much that if someone asked, hey, I want to read an Agatha Christie, and I knew that this person probably wouldn't enjoy one of the really serious, hmm. bona fide, hardcore Christies, yeah, I would exactly. say, you know what you should read? Secret of Chimneys. I would recommend that as a first read, oh, I depending on the person. You know, this it's a good definition of what tongue-in-cheek means. Oh, good. It's, <clears throat> it's an... Uh, the idiom tongue-in-cheek refers to a humorous or sarcastic statement expressed in a mock, serious manner. Now, that's a good, like, quick way to sum it up, yeah. mm -hmm. right? But the picture they have to go along with it is Miley Cyrus going... <laughs> oh, dear. Sticking her tongue in. Yeah, like that. Mm. And it doesn't... That isn't helpful at all, no. is it? <laughs> I'm like... Oh, so it's a scary oh, thing. Oh, her career is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I get it. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An idiom to express mock sarcasm and... Yeah, good. Yeah. Mock sarcasm, no. Sarcasm and mock... Mock sarcasm <laughs> is when you're being sarcastic to mock someone who's being sarcastic. The sarcasm on top of Wearing sarcasm. moccasins, yeah. It doesn't work. So on the whole, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really, really... This... And I, it didn't have nearly as many faults as Man in the Brown Suit. I feel like yeah. Man in the Brown Suit was like... This this was the better version of that. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like even Secret Adversary, like I like Tommy and Tuppence, but this one moves a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. um, it has more going on and still utilizes it better. So I'm I'm I don't know. I feel like so far of all the books that we've read, I've enjoyed this one the most. Yeah. I don't know if I would say it's the best though. Is the issue? No, What's... I agree with that. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say where, because I, I thought about this, like where I would put it yeah. in a list. Um, like, But just so far, because okay. Recap. We, we're not like ranking all 90-some books right now. We're just ranking the ones we've read so far. So it's mm -hmm. okay if it's near the top, because we know this We know this book isn't going to measure up with later on, Christie's. But. Yeah, and is this personal preference, or is this like judging her work altogether? Yeah. So I, I think... It's better than Murder on the Likes. But that's not hard. Definitely. And I would put it above Poirot Investigates. Yeah. And then whatever else. So above just... Styles. Oh. Is it above Styles? See, that's so hard to say because it's totally different. I, yeah. like you said, I enjoyed it more than Styles. Right. But. Well, mm, uh... It is very. And well, one of, a lot of the reviews talk about. Oh, and this book, I forgot to mention this. This book has a sequel. Which is a, a crazy thing. Yes. Uh, there's the house, the... Characters? Yeah, when I was reading it, I was like, wait a minute. I know some of these character names, but... Because I, I read that book first. Where. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think the Seven, Seven Dials. Dials Mystery is the sequel, yes. and it is the more famous of the two. You read the sequel before the original? But yeah. you don't I know it's know the it sequel, because se <laughs> I did the same thing. Because this doesn't seem... Insane. It's not called Secret of Chimneys 2. I feel The judged. Chimneying. <laughs> 
<laughs> it sounds like a completely different a book, though, because it's like Seven Dials Mystery. It sounds like it's its own thing. Yes. And I don't think on the back it's like, we return to the good times at Chimneys. <laughs> I wish it did. But I read it first. I didn't know voice. James Mason was going to do that. <laughs> like you push, like you tap the cover and it, like one of those cards that you open <laughs> and it starts reading to you. Good evening and welcome back to Chimneys. <laughs> Today we will visit our old friends and meet some new ones. But yeah, I read that one first, and that kind <laughs> of smooth transition. That I think I just always forgot about this one because of that, because they have similar characters. So I'm guessing from that that Christy enjoyed writing it so much that she would want to re return to it because she never did that again. Besides, you know, the bigger thing with Mysterious Everett Styles and Curtain, oh, the last Poirot oh, book. This is the yeah. only other one where she does a direct sequel. With unrelated characters who weren't reoccurring, right. like Marple Poirot and Yeah, Tommy it seems Tuckers. like a strange one, but I yeah. feel like it's probably she enjoyed writing it so much. I think so. Yeah. Did the sequel live up to the original? You'll have to wait and see. That's not too far off, though, is it? No, let me check my list. <laughs> Seven Dials is number 11. So oh, okay. It's, so and there's only three between this one and that one. Wowza. Yeah. That's too much math for me. Um, what else do we want to talk about about this book? Oh, uh, what did I have marked? Yeah. Oh, did you guess the ending correctly? I thought I had it figured out. I thought I did too. But I didn't care so much because I was just enjoying was, reading yeah. it. And I was like, I think I know what's going to happen, but I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong too. Yeah, I, I didn't read it. <laughs> Spoilers. In case you thought Zach read it. Yeah. Oh, there was another character named... Mr. Hiram Fish or something. Oh, Hiram Fish. I remember that. <laughs> so fun. He sounds like a cool guy. Fish. Zach, would you change your name to Hiram Fish for us? Ten bucks, yeah. <laughs> wow. Ten bucks. Ten bucks. <laughs> well, you pay for me to change my name, like on the documents. And ten bucks is for yourself. Yeah. I think I can get a little bit of that. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is my friend Hiram. Hiram Fish. And you're like, I prefer Howdy. to be called by my full name. Hiram Fish. By the way, Hiram Fish. It's like James Bond. Fish. Hiram Fish. <laughs> yeah, all of the characters. It just seemed like she was just having so much fun writing it. Yeah. Now, the they've it's only... Okay, it was made into a play. She wrote it into a play. Mm -hmm. Probably for the same reason that it's so much fun. It, but it didn't get actually put onto the stage for years. Yeah. It was a long time after. It's only been made into a movie once, which was the Miss Marple episode. Uh, they changed so much. It captured some of the spirit, though, I I think I enjoyed watching the episode, even though it wasn't anything like the book. They captured the tone of the book well, uh, all the characters and stuff. Yeah, I don't know how that one slipped. I thought I had watched all the marbles. And the guy that we love so much, who I can't remember his name, it's like Lord something. Catterum. Lord Catterum, he's the murderer in that book. So they kind of you made mean him, in the in the movie. I'm sorry. Oh. The spoilers. I don't think you'll watch the episode if you haven't read the book. You did. Hopefully you don't, if you're not a fool like me. I, I watched the sequel, I read the sequel, then I watched the movie, then I read the original. What a stupid way to go about it. I, that's everything you say not to do. Yeah, and don't do it. that. I didn't know any of this stuff. Oh, The Secret of Chimneys. Yeah, there it is. You'll have to watch it sometime. I'm sure glad that uh, it's on Hulu. <laughs> yes. Okay, so have we wrap this book up? I think so. Right. Anything else you want to say about it? <laughs> it was a fun read, and I thoroughly enjoyed the fact that it had pages, and that it had loads of words, <laughs> and a, albeit slightly bigger font than 
other people are used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm used. I'm used to reading. You know, like the hungry hungry caterpillar. So it wasn't that big to me. <laughs> I think that given how much you. I wouldn't say enjoyed. No, I was say liked the adventure of the cheap flat. There was yeah. a lot of really quirky things in this book that happened that reminded me a lot of that. Of course, it wasn't Poirot, but yeah, I think if um, it was shorter, he'd enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Or if it there was be... a movie version that was really faithful, he'd enjoy that. Yes, to watch it. it would be a fun movie. I would probably would enjoy be. a movie version of most of these. Yeah, probably. Because I love a good mystery. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay, so you, you have uh, you have all of the. Of the uh, episodes of Murder, She Wrote on your DVR. No. It's my grandma. All right, so our final review. I'll give it... So, yeah, like, as a, as the serious books that she has, like, later on, we're getting to some of her masterpieces closely. It's not a masterpiece. It's not uh, an amazing murder mystery. It's just a really fun book. But because of that, I think I will give it four stars just because of how well-written it is how she could make something that you know was like if that was as a comedy it was a very good comedy and like comedies of that age mm-hmm. i think it would rank high with those yes I as was... long as you read it with that right mindset oh yeah yeah i was gonna do 3.9 oh perfect <laughs> but we still need to know where to put it all right i i don't know if i enjoyed it more than adversary because i feel it wasn't as clunky as Adversary, because that was a lot of words. <laughs> but Adversary was more thrilling. Yes. Because this one's less of the action pack. But it's just such a different world. True. But I feel like the things that I complained about with Adversary, she fixed in this one. So if I said I liked Adversary better, I feel a little bit of a hypocrite. So what do we do? Do we just not rank it? <laughs> I don't know. No, we must. We must. All right, give us the think? state of the union um, right now. <clears throat> Do either of them have, like, like a bagel shop in them? A bagel shop? Yeah. <laughs> Do they? I, don't think I so. wish. No. No? Uh, does any of them have, like, any dogs? Uh, one of the characters is repeatedly referred to as a dog. How much book? This one. This one's, this one's better. <laughs> oh, uh, and I forgot. I, did, I didn't write down where <laughs> Man in the Brown <laughs> suit is. Unfortunately. Shame on you. That one, uh, okay, you know how I feel about that one. Yeah. It goes at the bottom of the list very bottom in my opinion but hey mm. we can argue about it some more if you like all right <laughs> or we can just chill <laughs> i'm all in for that you know what i'm just gonna non-confrontation let's just hold off on it on ranking them and we'll wait till we have we'll wait till we round it out with okay when we get to roger Ackroyd. yeah we'll do top 10 oh yeah we'll do that we'll rank our top 10 once we get to this is so stressful. People Blue don't trap. know what we go through. Man, you guys make a system, break the system. We'll rank them when we get there. We're just chunk, saving them up. Chunk. Everyone loves the top ten. You're like, every day. every Not every day. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> every time we do a book, we're going to rank it. We'll get put it on the list. And you're like, ah, maybe next time. Well, what did we rank? We ranked Secret Adversary four stars. So I gave it four stars. You gave it 3.9. So it would be below Adversary. That's true. All right. So it's number two. All right. See, Styles gets bumped. You should thank me for keeping you consistent. Thank you for keeping us straight. Zach. Continuity. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so I'll accept thirty dollars from each. Oh, I was <laughs> I was going, uh, yeah, I was going to abbreviate it secret adversary and secret of chimneys just with both secret, but then they'd say the same thing. It'd be number one was secret, number two was secret, and you have to figure out which one's which. But then that kind of like plays into which one's better. Ooh, which true. One's it's pink. open to interpretation. Yep. Okay, so we've got that finished up. Thanks, Zach. 
You're welcome, so, Josh. I'll go ahead and whip out my surprise. Please do. I hope that it's in line with the book and it's something light and fun and tongue-in-cheek and you don't make us look at pictures of Miley Cyrus. I hope that it's nothing like the book and that you make us do hard labor in the garden. It's like 12 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> it's dark. It's cold. It's what really garden? Cold. <laughs> that is the opportunity. We're getting the land ready for next year, so the, Josh. The fun thing about this is that Secret of Chimneys was not our next book that we were supposed to discuss. What? Wow. You're breaking continuity. I did trickery. First was Styles, then was Adversary, then was Lynx, then was Poirot Investigates, then was Brown Suit. We did all those in order. Next mm-hmm. did not come Chimneys. Next, Christy published The Road of Dreams, a book of poetry. Oh. Charlotte's like, not doing it. <laughs> Which is no longer in publication. Yeah, you see, I don't have a soul, so, right. so it's hard I to, can't for read poetry. poetry. Yeah. And I knew that, so I wouldn't have put you through that. Okay, Aww. but what if like we get her like some like nice loops and she can read it like in a rap? Tone? How about Doctor Seuss? Well, well, how about I have one of the poems. How about we try to rap it later on? Okay, at, at the end of the episode. But Doctor Seuss, can you do his poetry? Well, yeah. I mean, that I'm not a monster. Good. We're getting barely somewhere. not. <laughs> okay, so that was the next thing, but it's out of publication. Uh, her poems, they the did, horror. They didn't really do that well. Uh, she wasn't known for that. Nobody was really that impressed. And what I was able to find about Aww. it, uh, it's just very old-fashioned. It's not poorly written. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Hold on, there's more. No, maybe not. <laughs> oh, please. No, that was the only one. Oh, wow. All right, that was more high-pitched than your usual sneeze. Did you do a special one for the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I, tried, <laughs> I tried to make it quieter, but it kind of made it weirder. And weirder. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they weren't that... Uh, well received, so they, they they said the publisher still had books of them. These weren't being bought. She wasn't known for that. Mm-hmm. She just liked to do it. It was something she had always done as a child. I feel like every like girl from a rich, British girl from a rich family tried her hand at poetry. Some of them made it big. Some of them didn't. But most poets have that unique thing they're known for. She just didn't have anything that was that unique. So Road of Dreams isn't in publication anymore. They just threw her poems into a collection way later on. Uh, but we're analyzing her books as they're published. So Road of Dreams could not have had its own episode. It would have been like five minutes long. <laughs> so, you gave me a real shock because I was like, wait a minute, but the, yeah, but yeah. the internet says <laughs> right. this was right. Yeah, because <laughs> it doesn't count this one. Okay, that makes so, sense. And what I did was I found what I could about the poetry so I could tell you about it and I'd make a game out of it. So we're staying loyal and still analyzing every single thing that she has written. What an accomplishment. Still in order because it was in this episode. Um... Sound good? Yeah, I'll take it. So she wrote, here are some of the things that she wrote about. One of them was about her being the puppet queen. One of the lines that repeated was, puppet queen, I am, I am, puppet queen. I've listened to Master of Puppets by Metallica. I think that's where they got it. I think that's where they got it from. Another one was about... Big Agatha Christie. (laughs) Another one was about Vikings, which was interesting. Oh, okay. And that's where Led Zeppelin got it. Yeah, that's Mm what the immigrant song was, Come from the Land of the Ice and Snow. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, Interesting fact, we have a book of Viking. The book of Viking poetry is the book that's in the uh, the image, the thumbnail, the picture that we have oh. <laughs> on Don't Drink the Tea. The book there next to the, the you know, on the desk, uh-huh. that is a book of Viking poetry. Oh, that's funny. So that kind of goes along with this. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not Viking poetry. <laughs> Viking is the publisher. It was the Viking book oh. of poetry. Why did you let me believe that? I didn't know that's what you thought. 
It's just poems? Why would you think that I had a Viking book well, of poems Vikings? about Vikings, not written by Vikings. <laughs> that would How be cool. Make it any that would be cool. I thought that was poems about Vikings. Kill, kill, kill. Because she wrote a poem about the Vikings. The end. Well, that- so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read you a part of the poem, and I'm going to leave a word blank. And I want to see if either oh, of you can no. guess what the word is. Oh, boy. I'm so bad at this. It's like, don't forget the Agatha Christie poem lyrics. <laughs> it went... Except we've never heard of <laughs> Right. Is it going to rhyme? Some or... of them do. Some of them do. And some, some of them do. don't. Some Are you going to tell don't. us if they rhyme or don't? Some you'll, them... you'll know if the right... Because some of them I'm not leaving the last word blank. Um, oh, okay. Okay. So some well, of them, It's just going to be like, what was she talking about? Like, yeah. you know. Like, yeah, bulldogs? Are you ready? The Norse yeah. god of sunshine. Dogs. You ready? Viking okay. book of poetry. What I thought. Book of Viking poetry. A book of Viking poetry, yeah. Because you said it correctly. Oh, I yeah, sorry. Ready? Go for it. Where? Because it's like wherever without a V. Where? 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 Scooby-Doo. Wherever I've a mind with a laugh as I dance and a leap so high with a lightning blank. I'll repeat it. Yes. Where, 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 I have a mind with a laugh as I dance and a leap so high with a lightning blank. Lightning glance. Prance. Zach got it. Okay, this is the same poem. See, you thought you were bad at this. You got it. I'm a poet and I didn't Same poem. Make a rhyme every time. And a crash and a flash in the summer sky. I come in the wind and I go with a cry. Sigh. Sigh. Yep. Oh. That made way more sense. I got one. So see, it's like very, you can tell from the game, it's like really old fashioned. <laughs> Why are you still trying to make it quiet? Just to be normal. Because everyone's going to be like, whoa. And I was, everyone's going to be like, hmm, like we have a rubber weird. ducky up. Squeak. <laughs> I can see why she wasn't famous for her poetry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yeah. This one uh, doesn't uh, drink. Man, I, I have terrible handwriting. <laughs> you gotta sneeze again. I don't know, it's like kind of there. All right, just go ahead. Look at the light. What does that do? <laughs> it's supposed to keep you from sneezing. Why would I want to do that? Or it makes you sneeze. I can't remember which, but we'll now find I out. I just can't see. Is that science or like <laughs> I've gone superstition? Blind. Give me the book, I'll read it. No, uh, it's not superstition. <laughs> Well, like, you know, like, rub a, a, an elf's ear. <laughs> I, could, I wouldn't if I could find I one, man. I think of a real superstition. A black cat going oh, under, no, a, no, under no, a ladder, bricking yeah, air, yeah, like, salt. Yeah, look at the light when you have to see. No, putting your head up and looking at light oh. is supposed to, like, keep well, you from... Like, to just looking up is what it is. What does the light have to do? your finger underneath your nose? I think never it just... I did that once to yeah. try to stop from sneezing, and I just sneezed on my nose. <laughs> you mean on, on your finger? finger. <laughs> no, sorry, there's a, there's a cat. There's a cat on the, on the table. On the recording studio. Oh no, where did you come from? And I got distracted and said nose again when it was an idiotic <laughs> time to do so. Alright, okay. let's have more poetry. This episode's a mess. Are you ready? Flash of spangle in the moonlight. Spangle? <laughs> yep. Flash of spangle. Crash of thunder, lightning gleam. She's, yeah. It is, is it two who dance together as immortals in a blank? <laughs> Dream. Longboat. 
In a long boat. In a she long boat. She said it was about Vikings. No, that I said <laughs> one, one of, of her was, poems was about Vikings. I was taking a chance that this one was about Zach Vikings. Zach got it. It's a dream. Woo. Oh, good job. It made sense. Okay. No, not, none of that made sense. It did. <laughs> you ready? Touch my blank for luck, sirs. <laughs> laugh and laugh again. If I cannot make you laugh, what's the good of pain? Dude, you're just reading Beyonce lyrics. <laughs> Touch my body. That's Mariah Carey. Oh. <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> I can't edit out all our mistakes. You millennials. Okay. Gosh. Touch my blank for luck, sirs. Laugh and laugh again. What? Or I guess it's again. Laugh and laugh again. If I cannot make you laugh, what's the good of pain? Okay, read the first one again. Touch my blank for luck, sirs. For luck, sirs? For luck, comma, sirs. Oh, okay. I was wondering if luxers was a word. My brain? <laughs> Touch my brain for luxers. Laugh and laugh again. So it's like a rhyme. Mm. Touch my heart. It's touch my hump. <laughs> my lovely lady <laughs> hump. <laughs> Is it a lucky camel? I believe it's like a, like a, you know, like a hunchback type thing. Clown. Oh, kitty cat, kitty cat. The cat's kitter back. Cat. Here we go. On my lap. Like the kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. I would like to apologize for what's going to happen to your black shirt. <laughs> it's all right. So anyway, that's all the poetry chunks that I could get Phew. for that game. But that is The Road of Dreams. I would give it like, I mean, it's decent, but I wouldn't want to read it. I'm just... <laughs> Ever. Oh, dude, we're supposed to wrap one. Oh, oh, so we'll just have to wrap one of the ones that I, that I already have. Okay. If I had a fever... Uh, one, two, I, three? I'm, <laughs> Which one would you like to rap? You probably can't read my hand right now. I'm not rapping it. You are. Oh. You're going to give me a beat? I'm going to give you the beat. Okay. <laughs> Why would I be rapping it? I don't know. You're really good at rapping. I'm the worst rapper All in right. the world. Ready? Yeah. I think that you... <laughs> what? <laughs> I got a Christy in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> Coming down on you, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wherever I am with a laugh as I dance and a leap so high with a lightning glance and a crash and a flash in the summer sky I come in the wind and I go with a sigh word yeah <laughs> I will clap for that that was Woo. the whitest thing ever even Agatha Christie be like well dang I'm going to go burn my books now I'm so sorry I wrote that <laughs> so that is the road of dreams that was amazing. And I know there are other people uh, listening to this right now who are clapping, taking their hands <laughs> off the steering wheel and like... Crashing. Yeah! With a flash and a crash. <laughs> so, um, I read... Good beatboxing, too. Thank you. And there's no cat hair on me. Wow. It's impressive. Except for right there on my nipple. Anyway. I'll cut that out, too, Zach. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so, like, some of the reviews, yeah, like, nobody was that impressed by the, the poems, but there are people, like, modern who have reviewed them that, like, really like them. I mm -hmm. think they like the old-fashioned style. It's not the kind of poetry that I like to read, and you don't like to read poetry, period. Josh loves slam poetry. That's not true. <laughs> you love... <laughs> he's just staring... He's staring at me trying to think of another joke. <laughs> You like gentle free verse. Irish eyes. I, I prefer free verse, yeah. Really? Oh, you, just don't li you don't like writing free verse. I can't write free verse. I just, I wish no. I could, but I can't Smile do it. as big as my favorite teddy bear. That part's a bit corny. I might leave it out, but I might leave it in. <laughs> the IT crowd. I, mm, I thought that was brave. <laughs> <laughs> if you could change your fate, would you? Would you? <laughs> How powerful. I hate that movie 
so much. I've never seen it. It's it, horrible. And I don't care who I, like... It's really good and... Uh, alienate? I'm sorry, all you Brave fans. This <laughs> I, uh, Charlotte's opinions do not represent Don't Trick the Tea. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing uh, from, ba- Bra- from Brave is uh, in so Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh. Um, whenever she starts talking in that, because she's in the movie, and everyone goes... We have no idea what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, nobody could ever understand. Right. Just like, oh, black, creating well, So if, if Brave didn't exist, that moment couldn't happen. Right. So yeah. I appreciate okay. it. It was all set up for a joke that would come years later. That was I the see. whole purpose of Brave. That, yes, that's the only thing Pixar's I could like, think of. I got you. We're going to make this all okay. I was about to say, and they didn't have a redheaded princess, but they totally did. That would have been a lie. They already had Ariel. Yeah. They didn't have a curly redheaded princess. Uh, or a Scottish one. I think that's what I was so excited about it. Finally being representing a redheads epic. like you. Yeah. Uh huh. And, <laughs> and disclaimer: the, she doesn't have redheads. <laughs> I used to. Yeah, but yeah, that's but not, not real redheads. No, that's not right. Not real red hair. Um, the fact red. that it could have been like, it could have been good, and it was terrible, and, it and wasn't. like, uh, t- oh gosh. I hated that movie. It was like... So where do we rank Brave along with the... Because, <laughs> like, the movie was like, oh, I want to change my fate. Also, my mom's a bear. Yes! Right? Yes! Because, like, those two things don't seem connected in my mind. Not... Her fate and her mom's bear fate. Uh, yes. There was a whole lesson bear about, fate. like, uh, breaking uh, the what they expected of her. I think was the point. Right, because she's like, I want to do the bow thing. Because they wanted her to be I'm like not a good princess. At but she wanted, Which would have been... She wanted to do the bow thing. Would, in itself We're talking been so okay. much about brave. <laughs> but then also my mom's a bear, which exactly was not the point. It's like they tried to set up... like There's usually like father-daughter conflict, like yeah. Ariel and the unimportant guy. Turton. <laughs> um, her father, yeah. Triton. King, King Trident? Yeah, Triton. Aquaman. <laughs> My man! <laughs> it's King Triton, but he had a trident. Oh, that's why yeah. I was like... Everybody gets it mixed up, but I yeah. think that's it. Triton had a trident. Yeah. It's dumb. Is that a You're poem, right. too? That was by Christie, yeah. Triton's trident. <laughs> no one here to read this. Longboat. <laughs> okay, well, that was fun. That was that was. All over the place. And this episode is going to be 14 minutes long when you edit out all of the things that happened. All of the crazy things that we've said. This is this was a two sneeze podcast. That's pretty good. It was. We managed to analyze a book and a book of poetry barely, and and brave and and Pixar's brave in this very short episode. Okay, raise your hand if you're excited for Toy Story four. Two people are raising their hand. I would like. (laughs) I would like to be excited, but I need to watch three. Oh, three is really good. Three is the best. That's what I've heard. It is an amazing movie. Josh can let you borrow it. I was gonna say, it. do you guys have it? Because yeah. I'm did never you watch gonna the first find two? it now. It's like four years old. You have old to or watch something. the first two. I did. I don't remember what happened, but I know the toys, that they there's got toys. Out of yeah, that's fine. fine. You got okay. it. You're good. You're All okay. right. Good to go. Yes. <laughs> there's toys in there, uh, and that's how it goes. And Tim Allen and Tom Hanks and <laughs> yeah. all, all the all the crew, yeah. all the crew's back, baby. <laughs> Joan Cusack, the pig, the pig. Anyway. If you, you like, can see the weird faces we are making at each other. <laughs> anyway. It's more of a physical joke. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of physical comedy on this show, so which doesn't really work. Yeah. So if you like this episode, please give us a you know like. You can comment if you like. Subscribe, even. Subscribe. Or what are you, follow on here? Follow. Um, I don't know. SoundCloud, I think you follow. Oh, okay. Um, if you have anything you want to say, give us a comment. We appreciate all of our fans 
every single one of you. We love you all. Thank you for your support. All six of you. Through our dark times. Through our not dark times. Through our medium times. <laughs> it's not a book of Viking poetry. Medium rare. That's really rocking my world. I thought I'm it was so all sorry. about I thought it was all about Vikings and I'm super disappointed oh, about that. I well that like at least Norse. <laughs> I thought that's what it was about too, and that was one of the reasons so that I I'm not stupid then. <laughs> now I feel a lot less stupid now. Yeah, it's, no. It seems like it'd be a way cooler book if it was. Okay. Yes. See, I felt really dumb. That's why I didn't want really to tell. But it if was you just thought like it too, a, I don't feel bad. What is that? Uh, they call that an anthology? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. It was a big a collection, collection by the publishing Viking. Yes, the publisher Viking. Because if they're published, you already know the publisher Viking. No, oh, but okay. like you know, Penguin Publishing. If they had a book of poems and they put Penguin poems on the oh, front, totally I'd be buying buy every copy, and, and then, I'd be really disappointed. Like, what? Robust travel by where are the I, penguins? And at? I'd be like, dude, why'd you buy forty copies of the same? book? It was dumb, sure. And then I would send it to Benedict Cumberbatch and say, please read this, and he couldn't do it because he can't say penguins. <laughs> penguin. 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 I've never, I've, I have watched that. It's been a while. We still love him. Not, Charlotte's opinions don't represent, don't drink the tea. <laughs> so yeah, I feel less stupid about that. I think I can leave it in. Yes. I'll cut out the weird part where we're all, we're all confused at whatever everybody else is saying. <laughs> Everyone's pointing guns yeah. at each other. <laughs> yeah. It's like that moment in the office when they're like, they're still hours later, all pointing imaginary guns at each other. Right. <laughs> like for hours and they can't leave. Anyway, um... Thanks for listening. We're the next book that we're going to do is a very very special episode. <gasps> oh, I'm so glad that it you're... is the murder of Roger Ackroyd. Oh yay! Oh yeah. <laughs> I would say I would want Zach to be able to watch a movie version so he could have a, a part in the conversation. But there is no movie version that does Roger Ackroyd justice, which we will talk about in that episode. Oh It yeah. can't be done. Can this... you write a play and film the play, <laughs> like every character? <laughs> That one's we'll just have to watch it. We'll see. We're gonna have to decide like if we're gonna call spoilers on that one or not. Because I, I feel like that's one that people will actually read, but you can't really talk about you, it without talking about it. We'll have to say spoilers beforehand. Because you guys have yeah. haven't really even talked about spoilers in any of the books. We've so. spoiled We've tried really hard not to. We spoiled but, like, one of the books, yeah, but it wasn't important. Yeah. <laughs> but Ackroyd, like Man, you gotta you gotta talk about it. We're just gonna we have, have to the do... ending is the famous thing about it. So that episode's yeah. gonna be really special. It it might be a two parter. We're gonna have guest stars. It's what? Double it's the ups. first one I've How ever come read. You guys have never told me about this plan. Does it not? Fit we in with have, and you have the memory of a fly. When are the no goldfish? What are we doing next weekend? Yeah, but you didn't tell me there was going to be a two-parter. Hiram Fish. Well, that depends on what, how long it lasts. Like, if we record for, like, three hours, I feel like we're probably going to cut that in half for you. Well, it's... But, yeah, but we've got two guest stars. Right. So, it's going to be a two-parter. Yeah. Golly. Two for Tuesday. I'm sorry, Did we didn't consult read you. it? Yeah. They like it? They There's going to be differing opinions. Ooh, that's good. Wow. We, we have a, um, an E-N... Like the like me from yeah, <laughs> and then an I N. So like me, the E N yeah. liked it and the I N didn't. I only have the opinion of one. Oh, oh which one's that? So the E N and the E N had issues with it. Ooh, Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and if she, and if they don't like the one of Christie's best, we're doomed. No, I think it's good to get. Um, other views because outrage because it is it is a masterpiece it is one of the greatest things ever done in literature as far as like fiction goes but you could see where some people would be like oh yeah there's really upset there's people who had problems with it back then yeah 
And that's yeah. good when something is like is breaking barriers. That's I, what it's such a good book. It's oh, oh, I, man, it, I can't yeah. wait. <laughs> I wish there was some way. There's got to be some. There's probably a graphic novel version we can give Zach. We'll figure it out so he can have a part in the conversation. <laughs> I don't read comic books. We'll act it out for you with sock puppets. They're not comic books. They're graphic novels. I don't want to talk to you about this. <laughs> Are there any donuts left? Yeah. Good. There's like. All of them. There's six left. Seven. Six and a five and a half. Who ate half a donut? I had to make sure they weren't poisoned. Oh my gosh. And you you pulled Don't out, eat you, the donuts. See the thing is that you pulled out earlier a full donut of the same kind, but yeah. having half eaten half donut. of it earlier. Because I didn't want the half. I didn't bite off of it. I broke it in half. Why are you on the table again, Kat? Alright, podcast canceled, guys. Forget it. We're out. I'm outie. <laughs> 